If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world, and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Stark. From the studio on this Wednesday, welcome to Unstoppable. I am your host, Lindy Chafin-Start, and I am the director of creative or the creative director or the chief bitch in charge or the owner, El Presidente, here (laughs) at Unstoppable Start Studios. Um, We are based in Atlanta, work all over the U.S., and in Canada, and share thoughts with people across the globe and have team members across the globe, and it's just fantastic. I love it. I love my work. I love my job, and that is why I'm coming to you today to share a few little things I've learned about Pinterest and what a pain it can be. I'm just kidding. (laughs) What a value it can be. Um... So, there. Uh, I want to share things like, if you're anything like me, and when this platform hit, you were like, what? This looks like so much fun, and it's so much easier. And you went into it thinking, I'm going to make a board for this, and a board for that. And you start creating these projects. Now, mind you, I'm a creator. There's no way about it. I am a creator in every sense of the word universally, with my hands, my brain, um, I work constantly in projects on my yard, which is right now my backyard. My front yard looks great, but my backyard is nothing but a forest, and I need to do something with it. Um, so I'm constantly pinning. I'm constantly pinning projects that I see and things that I do, and Alcohol ink projects were one of my great loves, and I started working on those and wanting to make jewelry and create art and do all this fantastic stuff because, you know, that's what us creators do. I'm also a creative creator (laughs) by day. I am superhuman by night and, you know, creative by day with copywriting and web design and graphic design and anything and everything you can possibly think of. So... Pinterest is another place that I go for inspiration. Add to that, I'm a cook. Pinterest is great for recipes and dieting and people repinning pins of recipes, which drives me nuts. Oh, my God. Have you all seen those posts where it's like, I am going to put a link to a pin in my blog post. Stop. Come up with something original, people. Anyway. So Pinterest is just this amazing place. But if you went into it with all of this excitement, what what you probably did was find that you were organized, but terribly disorganized. And that is what I am. Like, I've got probably 60 boards (laughs) that I'm constantly pinning to. I don't know what the first few are for. I mean, there's one I call just for me. And it's a private board, and I have everything in there from tattoos to 
quotes, inspirational quotes, quotes for possessed men I have dated in my past life. Um, you know, I have all sorts of stuff in there that's just, just for me. Um, I have other boards that are like social media suggestions, small business thoughts, of course, my my recipes. And then, of course, we get into keto and we get into ve- vegan. Like, I've got all of my recipes <laughs> broken out into different types of eating, right? So, Pinterest is that place. Now, if you go to your Pinterest homepage every day, you see pens that people are penning, popular pens, pens that are similar to pens that you've looked at. There's an algorithm. You know, there's an algorithm. There's always an algorithm. So these pens, I'm sure you have noticed, get sort of diluted. Like I said, you get post of pens. You get pens of pens, and it gets a little annoying. Um, And then you, you see pens that are like, outright sales pens. And Pinterest to me, Pinterest is a valuable selling tool. Maybe I should rephrase that. It is a valuable brand development tool. I don't know that it is necessarily a valuable selling tool. Now, I say that, but I'm going to give you stats on what people do here in Pinterest, and we're going to talk them through. And then we're going to, of course, talk through (laughs) our coffee, empanadas, and purses, and how we can utilize Pinterest to grow our brand, okay? So we've, we've talked about the pains of determining whether or not certain social media channels are right, and certain ones are wrong for certain businesses. Like, you wouldn't sell purses on LinkedIn or coffee, necessarily, you could, or empanadas. Now, you can grow your brand presence through LinkedIn, but you wouldn't necessarily use that as a sales tool, right? Facebook, you could use as a sales tool. Twitter, you could use as brand development and or a sales tool, depending on who your followers are. You have to manage your followers really well with that one. Instagram, it's another one that, to me, I want to know what's going on with my friends and family through Instagram. I don't want to see your sales pitch. That's not my thing. I don't, yeah, it's something I steer clear of. Um, but that's me. I'm a totally different generation than the gazillion millennials that are out there who are digging into this platform every day. They look at things much differently, as well evidenced by these stats. So how do we determine if Pinterest is the right social media platform for your small business? Well, (laughs) it's definitely more than the site where you would save the odd recipe, right? I mean, it's there. You can definitely save the summer crafts. It's actually the second most influential social media network with users who are actually making purchasing decisions. Recent research shows that 87% of pinners have purchased a product because of Pinterest and 72% use Pinterest to decide what to buy 
offline. Now, I'm going to give you a prime example of the what to buy offline comment. So one of the things I do at the change of every season, not that we have many of those here in Georgia, is I go on Pinterest to see what the hot styles are. Now, mind you, I'm more of a eh, Gap Macy's sort of girl. Um, but I go in and I look to see what people have put into outfits, capsule wardrobes for whatever year it is. And that's exactly how I search for it because I want to know what's going on in the current year. So it'll be 2019 capsule wardrobes or 2019 um, fall wardrobe suggestions or something along that line, right? That's what I'll be looking up next. And what people have done <laughs> with these companies is their, their merchandising people have gone in and created outfits. Old Navy, uh, Gap, whomever else. And they make these links available to you. Now, whether it's actual internal merchandising, I don't know. They mask themselves as a blog post, a blogger with a blog post. I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's merchandising for them because they're, they're smart. They know. They know how to do it carefully. They know how to do it without pitching you. So they talk about what's hot and what's not. They talk about colors for the year and things that you can do with accessories. And then they show you a picture of the capsule wardrobe. And they put all of the individual pieces out in front of you, say they're 20. And then they match up outfits. Or maybe they match up outfits first and then they show you all the individual pieces. Either way, they do this great shot of or graphic of these outfits and then the individual pieces. And then on the back side, when you click through, they talk about those wonderful things and they talk about, here's a link to the piece, right? Doesn't that make sense? It's really, it's really smart. You're creating value. This is, we go back to this every time, time and time again. You know your audience and you're creating value for your audience. That is a huge value to me because I have absolutely no personal style whatsoever. Nothing. I am in V-neck t-shirts and jeans or shorts all the time. It's what I prefer. I do not accessorize. I've worn the same earrings for the past 25 years. <laughs> like, I'm telling you that this is the no style kit. But... I want to look good. I want to look the part. I'm too busy thinking about other things. I'm a single mom. I've got a mortgage. I've got a business. I don't have time to think about what I'm going to wear. So I go into Pinterest and I look up these outfits. Anyway, now you'll see individual bloggers do it too, but they do it on an outfit-by-outfit outfit basis, which is interesting also. They'll put pieces from different places together. And then they've got a blog that's monetized. So obviously they're an affiliate of Amazon or Macy's or whomever. You see this great image of them taking a, a picture in the mirror and they've got their little face covered up and you see the outfit and it looks really great on them and you think I could do that. So you click through and it takes you to their blog where it talks about, okay, well, the color of this season is blonde, experience this pieces, and this has got a great fit, and fabric is fabulous, and here's a link, and you can click through and buy it. You click through those links, and what happens is they get a percentage of the sale. That's how affiliates work. So 
what to buy. <laughs> That's buying through online, but you also get the idea of what to buy offline. So if I go in and look at capsule wardrobes and think, okay, well, I could easily click through here, but I'd rather go to Gap and try these myself. I print out the image from the pen and I take it to Gap and I pull the pieces that I want and I go in the dressing room and find the right size and then I'm good to go. So what has Gap done? Gap has given me an easily accessible way to purchase their product online and they've made it easy for me to print out and take with me what I want to try on in the store. Kind of neat how that works. But do you have a product that fits in that grand scheme? Can you? I see a lot of people who shoehorn, who try to fit that square peg into that round hole, and it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel authentic. And that's it. You know, I mean, we've talked about authenticity in the past and what is authentic to your brand and what feels right and doesn't feel right and looks good and doesn't look good. I am marketing and advertising. I do graphic design. I do copywriting. I have teams that do other things. If I went to you and said, of course, I can make those diamond drill bits. Of course, I can roast your coffee. I know how to make empanadas. It wouldn't feel right. That's not what Unstoppable Start Studios is, right? So that's what I mean by authenticity. So that's the nuts and bolts of the beginnings of this conversation. There's much more to come, um, not the least of which is the fact that a recent surge of male users have hit Pinterest. Why is that? What are they looking for? Do you fit in with male users on Pinterest? Now, I'm not going to say it's all of them, but there's quite a few. There are 250 million monthly users on Pinterest. 250 million. So it's definitely worth your consideration. You just have to make sure you know your targeted audience. Make sure you understand the ins and outs of your product and then come up with creative ways to get it in front of people. All right. I am going to catch my breath, as always. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. 
professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. And this is your host, Lindy Chafin-Start. Part of what we do here in the studio is help people create their brand presence on social media and then process through social media advertising. Um, there's a big difference between brand presence and valuable content and advertising. Big difference. Now, they're both um, required pieces of any marketing slash sales funnel. I think that's a fair thing to say. Um, but a brand presence is when you're developing your image, developing your messaging, developing your voice, um, the things that you post that aren't asking for a sale. You might be promoting yourself, but you're not necessarily asking for a sale. Um, advertising is more direct, more of the, this is what we have on sale today, come in or purchase it here or whatever, right? So there's a little bit of a difference. Now, um, producer Christine asked a very good question. What is the purpose of Pinterest? And I think it's probably like, what is our purpose in life? It's, it's The answer is going to be different for every single person, every single business on the planet. But I'm going to do my best to wrangle this. So I see individual users on Pinterest using it as a search engine. We're just going to make it as simple as possible. You get an idea in your head of something you want to try or something you've heard about. So you go to Pinterest and you search it up, just like you would on Google, right? But what you get back in Pinterest is a graphic representation and potentially more information on what you're trying to accomplish. Blog post article, um, place to purchase something. For businesses, well, let me finish up individuals. <laughs> so then you can take that idea, that thought, the information you gathered around this thing you want to do, try, whatever, you can create a board for it. So it's almost like a file folder. Instead of printing out these things that you found on Google that you want to wrangle into a project, 
Instead, you're using Pinterest as your file folders, right? That's kind of how I see individuals using this thing. So I have um, a girlfriend who is an interior designer. She's a builder. Um, she's a very talented craftsperson. And I see the things that she pins. She shares them with me. Obviously, I don't look at her boards. She doesn't share her boards with me. But when we're together, she's like, oh, look at this pin I found. <laughs> like she's, I want to build a banquette. So she'll put in banquette plans on Pinterest. And Lord knows, she gets tons of images. She gets um, the option to buy plans. She can see easily what other people have done, right? Okay. So now businesses are kind of, but not really the same way. So if I had a business, so I'm going to use my business as an example. So I'm going to create a business page on Pinterest with business folders for myself. So one of those folders is going to be, um, we'll just say, social media tips and tricks. Cool. So any blog post, any radio show I have about social media and how to use it, I will put in my social media tips and tricks. And I'll create one of those fun little images like I did, by example, for this show with the fun little pins you don't want to step on when you're walking through your office. Um, and I will put that up on or in that folder, of course, that folder is public and people will be able to pop in there. They'll see that image, they'll click on it, and they'll be directed to blog post, radio show, what have you. Make sense? And I would do that for, like, it, it's almost like creating a tag. So say for a business, each one of those folders is like a tag that you might tag your blog post with. So maybe it's wisdom, or maybe it's branding, or again, I'm using my business as an example. So we'll say um, branding, we'll say advertising campaigns, we'll say social media, we'll say IP targeting, we'll say SMS marketing. And we've got all of these different folders. So any, again, blog post radio show, I'll just segment out onto those different places, make them public. So when people look, they will be directed to that space. And then they start sharing. Kind of interesting, right? It's different. I haven't done that with my business. I don't have a business page on Pinterest. Um, I do have an Instagram account, <laughs> but it's really for behind-the-scenes stuff. But you get kind of the difference between the two. So for business, it looks like this, and for individuals, it looks like that. It's, it's, it's a multi-purpose platform. Okay, so I think I answered Christine's question. I got, a, got it. Looks like a thumbs up. <laughs> so I wanted to go ahead and dive back into that. But if you have questions around Pinterest as a platform or any other social media platform and whether or not it's right for your business, give us a call here at the studio. It's 404-245-7474. That's at Unstoppable Start Studios. Or call us here at the studio. Jump on into the chat room and we'll answer whatever questions. Um, that you might have. Or you can find us online at www.unstoppablestart.com. Dot com. Now, talking through whether or not to know if Pinterest is the right network for your small business, let's look at some demographics. Is your target audience using Pinterest? Mine is. 
Um, but I'm not reaching out to them. <laughs> not currently. All right. So women, as of 2019, 81% of Pinterest users are females. 60% of new signups are women. In fact, primary demographic for pinners is women between the ages of 25 and 40. So you've got plenty of millennials and a handful of Gen Xers. Now, that's the primary demographic. That's not saying it's the only demographic. It's just saying the primary demographic. How do you know this? Go to your Pinterest homepage. I'm going to tell you, I see stuff for women over 40, stuff for women over 50, whether it's products, whether it's a sales pitch, whether it's a diet, doesn't matter. So I know that this is might be their primary demographic, but it's not their only demographic, okay? Men. While Pinterest is primarily used by women, men now make up 40% of new signups. That seems kind of fascinating to me because Pinterest is, eh, doesn't seem like it would have a male appeal at all. Men are not organized. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Men are not organized. They do not have interest in doing other th other things and lying on the couch and drinking beer. All right. Now you've gotten insight into my own personal experience in life, but whatever. I digress. Um, 40% might seem a little small, but if you zero in on their interest, you can still penetrate this market using Pinterest. Now, what are interest for men on Pinterest? Interest, Pinterest. Well, Keisha, Keisha's on with us right now. She said there could be some gay men out there or men who market to women. Keisha's throwing out sports. Christine, yep, yep, yep. We all are going to be shocked. <laughs> Uh, the top categories for men include food, dun, 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 drink, what, and technology. What? There's a technology pen somewhere on Pinterest? Of course there is. <laughs> somewhere. We don't ever go on there searching for technology ideas. So, um, yeah, there you go. So those are the top three categories for guys on Pinterest. Kind of cool, huh, to know that? So if you have something that falls into that category or any one of those categories, then Pinterest very well could be the right place for you to, I'm going to say it again, grow your brand presence. That sales pitch thing. We have to be careful. So keep that in the back of your mind. All right. Now, let's talk about it generationally. Millennials. We've already talked about millennials being a huge part of this demographic. But it's reported that half of all millennials use Pinterest. Half. Half. That's a lot of peeps. And that millennials use Pinterest as much as they use Instagram. Well, they kind of, they go kind of hand in hand. It's a very visual generation. Very, very, very visual generation. They're somewhat, not the older ones, they're somewhat digitally native. 
um, Gen Z is totally digitally native. So millennials are going to gravitate towards things they can see over things that they read or they hear, right? Um, bum, bum, bum. If you're looking for a way to reach that millennial mind, it might be time to start pinning. So what are millennials interested in? Oh, that's a good question. What do you have? <laughs> right? Millennials could be interested in anything. We've said it before. If you have a product, if you have a service, there is a niche for you. You just have to know who your audience is. Are millennials part of your audience? Then Pinterest might be a good fit for you to grow your brand. Are you, are you hearing me? It's my message today. Let's grow your brand on Pinterest. We're going to get to how to do that. Just bear with me a few minutes. We've got more statistics. So let's, let's just touch on this before we go to our next break. The annual income of Pinterest users is between fifty dollars and $100,000. Half of Pinterest users earn $50,000 or greater each year, each year while 40% have household income of $100,000 or greater each year. Did I say that right? Yes. Half of all Pinterest users earn $50,000 or more each year, while 40% have a household income of $100,000 or more. So there's potential there for money to be spent. Since 93% of active pinners say they use Pinterest to plan for purchases, this is a great way to target your audience based on socioeconomic information and influence their buying decisions. How do you do that? Well, I'm going to tell you. We've got a few more stats to cover, and we're going to talk about getting in front of these folks. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to catch my breath. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Okay. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and this is your host, Lindy Chafin-Start, and today we are talking about how to take the pain out of Pinterest. 
if you saw my graphic on social media, you know that there are thumbtacks sticking up <laughs> ready and waiting for you to step on them. So anytime you're choosing a social media platform for your business, it can be painful. It is a growth process. Um, this might be something that you want to try and see what kind of results you get. You never know. If you're tracking your results, be sure you have Google Analytics installed. Be sure you have some way to track your folks. Um, you see all those lovely little codes with marketing pieces that come out. Use code SMILE19 for summer, 25% off in the summer, whatever. Um, companies do that so that they can track where things are coming from. You see it in Better Homes and Gardens all the time. Um, you'll see an advertisement for something, and you'll see use code BHG19 or, you know, something like that. Or BHG07, which is Better Homes and Gardens, in July. <laughs> so just to give you an idea, that's that's a marketer trying to find out where their people are coming from. You got it? So use that. Use that knowledge to your advantage when you're doing your marketing so you can see. Okay. All right. Let's talk about these other other statistics around Pinterest, just so we have a really, really clear understanding of what all is going on over there. So we've talked about everything from the women and the men and the millennials and the income. Now let's talk about the types of people who are on Pinterest. The top three categories on Pinterest are art, art supplies, and hobbies. Okay, so we get that this is a huge hobbyist platform. We get it. So if your target audience is enthusiastic about creative hobbies, art, art supplies, and hobbies, it might be a perfect place for your business. All right, fair enough. What about food? There are one over 1.7 billion, that was with a B, recipes on Pinterest. It's a great place to reach folks who are interested in food or anything related to food, as I've mentioned earlier, food, dieting. <laughs> And then what's what's going to round out our stats? Why home and lifestyle, of course. As a whole, Pinterest users favor topics related to home and lifestyle. That's fair. These topics include, obviously, art, hobbies, food, but also flowers, gifts, health and beauty, clothing and apparel. I already shared that example. Home garden pool, and spa. There's lots of opportunity there. So as you can see, these top categories provide thousands upon thousands of opportunities to creatively influence your target audience as they browse for lifestyle inspiration. Sorry, I had to do, I just had to, they make it too easy. So, so, Let's do this. 
Oh, Christine, you just spelled favorite the Canadian way. That's so cute. Um, let's do this. Let's look at our top three examples, as always. Um, so we've got coffee. We've got empanadas. And we've got coffee, empanadas. And we, oh, we've got the leather purses. We've got our favorite organic leather purses. All right, so again, I'm not going to go into the blatant sales pitch because to me that doesn't feel authentic for Pinterest. Okay? I'm just being honest. I'm being fair. And <laughs> I know, Keisha, empanadas always make me hungry too. I love them. Um, I want to go about this in a brand recognition sort of way. And I'm also going to approach these examples a little bit more different this go around. I'm going to look at them like these could potentially be something you could buy online. Okay, now it doesn't have to be because you can go about this lots of different ways. So first things, let's start with empanadas. All right, I have a brick and mortar empanada store in Decatur, Georgia. They are authentic empanadas made by my 70-year-old parents who are here from El Salvador. They are delicious. I have five different varieties from vegan to um, top-of-the-line grass-fed beef. All right. These empanadas are made fresh daily. And there you go. So how could I use Pinterest to share my empanadas with the world? Well, let's do this. Let's start with a Georgia road trip that takes you to Decatur, Georgia. Let's talk through eh, two or three historical highlights that would be of interest. Um, a great place for ice cream and a great place to stop and have lunch. It's going to be my empanada store. You see where I'm going? <laughs> this is part of creating value that creates something for your audience to sink their teeth into. Do people look for Georgia road trips on Pinterest? I dare you to put in those keywords and see what comes up. Your question will be answered immediately. That's the kind of thing I'm saying. Now, another way that you could share the empanadas with the world. Um, let's see. In this example, we'll pretend that I can um, ship empanada to you. Now, mind you, they'll be frozen and they will be shipped to you in freezer packaging. The cost of these empanadas is going to be a little excessive because we are having to package for frozen. But whatever. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to give you the opportunity. If you live in Georgia, visit our store. However, the perfect part, uh, let's see, we're going to do uh, the perfect brunch, the perfect uh, Latin lunch, brunch. And we're going to have in there, um, oh, I don't know, uh, a salad 
we're going to have a fruit, we're going to obviously have empanadas, we're going to have drink pairings, and we're going to have a little bit of decor. We're going to put it all out on the table and make it spicy and beautiful and colorful and amazing, and we're going to take great photography. And we'll have a recipe for the salad, and we'll have a recipe. Simple fruit, honey. We don't have to go into anything elaborate there because the empanadas are going to be our highlight. Our empanada recipe is the best. We can ship these to you by the dozen. Order here. We'll have the drink recipe. We'll have the beautiful photography. And we'll close with information about our business and who we are and where we come from and the fact that our 70-year-old parents make the empanadas fresh daily for our store in Decatur. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm trying to get your wheels turning. Now, these obviously empanadas might not be your product, but you have a product, you have a service. So we'll just imagine where where Pinterest could take your product. All right. So, all right, so now let's think about um, coffee. Now, we already know this coffee is going to ship. This is a coffee that you can only find in one store in Georgia. We're not going to send you there right now. We are going to try to sell you coffee online. We're going to bring you to our e-commerce shop. How are we going to do that? Well, coffee is one of those things that visually wakes you up. So there's a, a couple of different things you can do. You can have gorgeous spot-on photography as part of your pen imagery um, that you just click through and it takes you directly to the shop. You can have video, the steaming cup of coffee that talked about try the best, you know, this would be my, if I'm launching this coffee, um, try the coffee that, <laughs> try the next Folgers, try the coffee that wakes you up, you know, that wakes you up. Try um, something different in this coffee. Forgive me that I'm running out of space in my brain right now. Um, but either way, when you click through the pen, it doesn't take you to a blog post. It takes you to a website. It takes you to a website with a story about the coffee. Um, but with coffee, you want to start with a strong, strong visual, strong, colorful, captivating visual. Okay. Um, or you want to you want to go at it from a kitschy kitschy perspective, like what do coffee and bacon have in common? You know, go from that direction. Um, there are lots of different ways to go about this. Now, another thing you could do is obviously, I think in in last week's show we talked about um, like coffee pairings, and this is one thing that I have suggested to this particular client. Let's create some pairings with the coffee. Let's create some recipes made with the coffee. Um, let's test, um, you know, the perfect Irish coffee recipe, um, desserts that pair well, desserts that are flavored with, um, steaks that are rubbed with, what spices pair well with coffee when creating a rub. All sorts of opportunity to get in front of those food people on Pinterest. And the guys, because you're talking about things that they're going to be looking for. You're going to be talking about barbecue, you're going to be talking about steak, and you're going to be talking about coffee. Want to make the perfect coffee stout? 
take this beer and this coffee and mix them together. Well, I don't know. Come up with something. Just get creative. But let me tell you, test stuff before you put it out there. Make sure it's good. <laughs> don't put stuff out there that you're just like, oh, what if we tried this? Um, again, it's part of that whole authenticity thing. You actually put the effort and the time into it. So, so make it right. Take the right pictures. Use the right imagery. Um, and capture the right audience. All right, so there's a couple of examples. We're going to come back from this next break and talk about our perfect little organic purses. Um, you are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. This is your host, Lindy Chafin-Start, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You are listening to Unstoppable and Inspired Choices Network, and this is your host, Lindy Chapin-Start. So we've been talking all about taking the pain out of Pinterest today, how to determine if it is the right social media platform or one of the right social media platforms for your small or, I should say, growing business. And I think you've heard so far between the demographics and just the, the sheer variety of things that you can do on Pinterest that it's a good fit for a lot of products and a lot of services. Now, if you get on your Pinterest homepage on a daily basis and you see things that just don't feel right to you, that feel forced, they feel shoehorned, I love that term, um, then, you know, let that be your guide. If it doesn't feel right, if you have a small business and it doesn't feel good to you what you're seeing, then maybe don't go that direction. Maybe think of another creative way to use Pinterest. Maybe just don't go that way at all. Maybe there's another opportunity out there on a social media platform for you. So it's one option out of many. Um, and before we went to break, we were talking about our examples and how to reach the targets for those examples. We talked about empanadas and we talked about coffee. But next is our organic leather purses. And Keisha brought up a great idea. Um, 
especially with Pinterest being such a, a visual platform, um, using images and, and the purses are ideal um, from pillar to post how your purses are made. Let it be that behind the scenes. Let it be that brand storytelling for your purses or hats or dresses. You know, if you have a story to tell behind it. Um, we have a town here not too far from here called Clarkston, Georgia. It's the largest immigrant pop population in the United States, if not the um, just the southeast, but it's it's uh, it's an amazing place, and there are so many different countries represented, and it's just a beautiful community. But there are also lots of companies who train the folks who live there how to make products, or some of these folks have even come up with these products on their own, and companies have picked them up. Um, but they've made this sort of their mission, this refugee community right here in Georgia. And they create lines of products and they create stories around this community. And they make it their mission. They give money back to the community. They train members of the community. They pay the members of the community a good wage. It's sort of an ideal social mission, right? So, so sell in your purses. So let's take a series of photographs and let's put up there, you know, um, about our farm and the fact that we are sustainable and we want to um, not waste any part of what we've been given as gifts in this life. And that's why not only do we use the beads and the bones to make stock, but we also tan the leather and use the leather for the purses. And here's how the purses are made, because, of course, you don't want to go through that whole process. <laughs> but you do want to start at point one, which is, hey, here's the raw leather. And this is what we're going to do with that leather, whether we're dyeing it and cutting it. And here's how we use the scraps. And we even, you know, down to these pieces that we cut away so that we have the purse material. We take this and we cut leather strips out of it. And we take those leather strips and we make earrings or we make bracelets or we make shoelaces. Holy hell, you could do just about anything. But you get where I'm going. So, Keisha, I love that idea. It's a great idea. I absolutely adore it. Now, again, I'm going to go back to the fashion and accessorizing side of things. You can put together um, perfect outfits that include your purse and show people where to go to buy things. Um, you can have great photography around that as well. Um, let's see, uses for purses. You can come up with great ideas there as well. Um, you know, some Ladies like the big, uh, almost like messenger bags as purses. So if it's a laptop bag, if it's a purse, if it's a whatever, now how could you organize that purse? Well, there's a whole other thought for you. Not only can you buy the purse from us, but here's how you can organize it. Oh, and here's some must-haves that we also sell on our online store. On our online store. <laughs> Right? Here's this wonderful little wraparound thing that has different pockets and you can organize this big giant purse that you want to keep everything in. Here's a place for your phone and a place for your tissues and a place for your lipstick and 
da-da. You get where I'm going. They <laughs> purses to double as weapons. Another good idea. So you you get where I'm going. I am talking about imagery because imagery is a huge part of Pinterest. That is what captures the eye of the user initially. Cool. Whether it's an infographic, whether it's a fantastic... Um, ooh, wait, wait. While you're throwing out ideas, I like this. Purses that store guns. Um, there's another one. Have you seen the wine purse? The one that has the spout that comes out of it? Now, now come on, girls. I know y'all have seen this one. You pour the wine in. It's like a camelback. Almost. It's got the little vinyl thing in it. Goat bladder, whatever. And it has a spout that comes out the side of the purse. So you can carry your wine around. <laughs> I think that's just brilliant. I love it. And it's fashionable. And I can keep my phone in there. And my cigarettes, because I'm a social... No, I'm just kidding. I don't smoke. But... Um, you get where we're going with the purse idea, too. So there's lots of opportunity. You just have to be gentle. Don't alienate your office or your audience, your office. Don't alienate your audience by always pitching something. Give them something of value. And on Pinterest and on Instagram, it has to be a very visual. When I say very visual, I mean recognizably visual representation of what you're trying to accomplish. Okay. So whether it's a striking photograph with a couple of words on it that draws people in, or whether it's an infographic that gives people the general direction of where you're going, but also allows them to click through for more information. You see some of my folks out there, HubSpot and other places, creating things like this. Um, all of this stuff is doable. It just depends on your product or service and how it fits. So, that said, again, if you have questions, reach out to me at unstoppablestart.com. I'd be excited to hear from you. And uh, we're happy to help in any way that we can. And until next week, when we talk about some other amazing marketing thing, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable. <laughs>